Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrir. And I am Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. But please remember that we are not experts. We're just podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you'd like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390, and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And there are lots of other places on the internet where you can find us. There is a Forever 35 subreddit on Reddit. It's reddit.com slash r slash forever35. You can visit our website, Forever 35 Podcast, where we link to everything that we mention on our show. And you can follow us on Twitter at Forever 35 Pod, Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast. And there is a Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is 
serums. All of those things are true. What if they weren't? What if they were not? <laughs> what if someone went to find those things and then we were like, surprise? They just didn't exist. <laughs> I mean, stranger things have happened. The internet is a weird place. It is. It really is. Anyway, Kate, Dory, how's it going? I have some... Well, well, first, it's utter chaos in my house today. So if if a child barges in, in any minute, listeners, just apologies in advance. It's just that <laughs> kind of day. It's that kind of life. I'm solo parenting for the day. Uh, it's just it's just chaos. So it's chaos. If, but I know I know everyone can relate. Totally. With or without kids, it's chaos. So anyway, my yes. sad news, Dory, is that I received the nail concealer that I spoke about on a previous episode. Yes. That I was so excited about. Yes. This would be, this would solve all my problems. This would fix everything in my life. I put a lot, a lot of hope on this nail concealer. You did. You did. You were were really talking it up. I really thought it was going to change my life. You know how you sometimes you like put all your hopes and dreams on one product? Sure, yeah. Okay, so I received it. And it underwhelmed. Not because... I I will say, it has stayed on well. I just have one coat. I've had to try it a couple times. I put on one coat. But it, it just looks like when you take a really sheer polish and put one coat on your nails, that's all it is. Like, nothing is concealed. Oh... Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's unfortunate. It, it's fine. But like, you know, I had a I had a very sheer kind of like whitish pearlish color on my nails at the time. And then I took it off and put this on. And it, there was really not much difference. Like, I don't I don't feel oh. like this is hiding any nail imperfections that I feel I have. So okay. now look, okay. maybe that's because my nails are actually perfect. And I just don't see that. That's a reframe. I'm trying. I'm reaching. But, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, I really like, I hope this makes my nails look amazing. And it just, it just is a polish. It's just a polish called nail concealer. Okay. All right. So I don't know if I would recommend this product, but I I tried it. It's by a company called London Town. It is the Cure Illuminating Nail Concealer. And I feel like they really, I have to say, I feel like they really oversold this. Well, it said it would conceal yellowing, discoloration, and dullness by coating the nail in a sheer iridescent veil. And it has a UV filter and it's nourishing and hydrating. And it, it says it creates a naturally healthy and bright look. But it, it, it really just kind of looks like if you put one coat of a sheer <laughs> polish on <laughs> I don't, I truly don't. If someone has used this product and had <laughs> a really great result, let me know because I am like, to me, it just feels like it was a bit of a misleading sell. And this is a very well reviewed product. So I, I could be Interesting. me. Interesting. Okay. The other question I did want to pose, Dory, is it's kind of a mental health question. How are we dealing with the fact that? We can still get sick with things like your basic cold or, of course, even the flu. 
and not letting it cause us to spiral. Because I had a scratchy throat yesterday, which has since gone away, but I had this scratchy throat and I was like, well, this is it. I'm, I, I think I have COVID. I, like, yeah, I just kind of let myself, like, how, how are, how do we balance this by like trying to stay rational, stay healthy, stay safe while knowing that like we can still get other illnesses? Yeah, I think it's really hard. I mean, I have been going through this too. Like when it was really hot and there were all the fires, I was getting like, my throat was getting really dry yeah, and, and kind of scratchy. And I don't have, I don't have seasonal allergies or sinus stuff. So I'm usually, I'm usually not affected by air quality as much, but I guess the air quality was really bad because mm-hmm. I was affected by it, but, I, but I didn't immediately make the connection and I was like, Oh no, <laughs> like, here we go. Yeah. And then, and then last week there were a couple of nights where I went to bed way too late, didn't sleep well. And then I had a headache uh... and I was like, Oh no. I have a headache. Like this is this is the beginning of the end. And then I like felt my own forehead and I was like, am I warm? And then of course, like I took a couple Advil, I got better sleep the next night, and I felt great. And you know what I mean? But like you do I, at least I did immediately go to like worst case scenario. To answer your question, I don't have a great way of dealing with it yet. I mean, the only the only thing that I've been able to that's like sort of helped me is by like really thinking about like symptoms and potential cause. So when I did have the headache, even though I I initially went to like, Oh God, COVID symptom. I was like, okay, wait a second. You've been feeling really tired all day because you stayed up too late. You got up early. Like this is probably due to lack of sleep. And that kind of like calmed me down. Yeah, that's same thing with the. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that I, last night I was like, I've got a scratchy throat. And Anthony was like, I don't think that's like a main symptom of COVID. <laughs> it was like, uh, like, you know, my brain, like I wasn't even doing the work of thoroughly researching what could actually be a symptom of coronavirus. Right, I just immediately right, right. Went, to, went to irrational panic. Right, right, right. Well, it's also hard because I feel like every day, even now, they're coming out with like new symptoms or someone will be like, I didn't think I had COVID because I only had a scratchy throat. And then it's like, oh, no, they had COVID. But yeah, so yeah. So it's it's what I'm, I'm saying that to say, like, it's no surprise that you would be feeling paranoid because I feel like this whole situation makes us paranoid because there's no answers. There's no clarity. Yeah, it's really it's it's a it's hard mental space to occupy right now. Yeah. A lot of um I'm in some Facebook groups with other parents who have kids around the same age as Henry or a little older and a lot of them have gone back to daycare. And one of the things that's tough at daycare right now is whereas before if your kid just had a runny nose, they would like let your kids stay, but now even a runny nose is enough to send a kid home. So it's like really disruptive, but it also is like a little paranoid making. Cause yeah, like, yeah, totally. You know, so I don't know. We're all just going through it, I think. 
when I went to get my mammogram, um, they t- were taking everyone's temperature before entering the building. And my temperature read as 100 degrees when I first got there. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's because you've been in a hot car. <laughs> I was like, well, then... <laughs> what? And then... Yeah, and they and they were having this problem with everyone coming in. It was it was during our last heat wave. I was in deep in the valley where it's really hot. And they were like, Yes, we have this problem where people who are just coming in, their temperature will first start out really hot and we have to wait and let them like stay here for five minutes and then retake their temperature. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so interesting. I've never heard of that. I had never even... Yes. And it, it happened to me and I was like, oh my God. And then it happened to the person coming in right behind me. And it, it, it and then the the medical professional who was doing it was like, yeah, we have this problem a lot. So uh, I don't know. Anyway, how, how, how are you doing over there, my friend? You know, I'm hanging in there. I also have a question for the listeners, which is, are people going to stores and trying on clothes? Because I haven't been to a clothing store except for Target, which doesn't let you try on clothes right now since lockdown. And it's like one of those quote unquote normal things that I didn't think I'd miss. But like, mm-hmm. here I am mm. missing the sensation of being in a dressing room. Are you missing the like collecting of the clothes in a store to try on? Like that feeling of like, ooh. And then you go in. Yes, Kate. And in fact, I allowed myself to think about a sort of Dory's Hotel scenario with a clothing store. (laughs) I was just going to say, maybe we could do Dory's dressing room. And you know what? It was kind of reassuring. What did you try on in your fantasy dressing room? Well, so here's the thing about my fantasy dressing room is that everything looks amazing on me. Of course. Everything is like tailor made for me. And I don't even have to like walk around the store collecting things because there's a salesperson who is super nice, but not overbearing. Mm -hmm. And she's just bringing me things in the dressing room because she thinks they'll look good on me. And everything does. Everything just looks amazing. Bathing suit. Amazing. Jeans. Amazing. Shirts. Right in. I want in on this dressing room. Right? (laughs) And when I come out, she's like, oh, that looks great on you. And I'm like, thank you. And she's not just saying it to like make me buy the thing. She's like actually meaning it because I look in the mirror and I'm like, I do look great. (laughs) (laughs) And is this the kind of dressing room where you don't get overheated when you try in the clothes? You don't get stuck in anything and then like have to spend 10 minutes getting, getting your head out of a sleeve? Of course not. And you know what else? The lighting in this dressing room is so good. It's so flattering, but not too flattering where you're like, this isn't actually what I look like. Or like one of those dressing rooms where the mirrors are tilted. So you look skinnier. No, this is an authentic dressing room. This is an authentic dressing room, but you, you just look so good. It's also comfortable. It has like a plush armchair and you can just like sit down and relax. Maybe there's like a a little water. Has some water, has a place to charge your phone. Uh, a bowl of fruit, just in case you're like kind of tired. You need a little bit of a sugar pick me up after that. Yeah, but if somehow you don't you don't get stains on any of the clothes you're trying on. <laughs> also, then, like you don't have to hang pe- anything up. Totally, it just like it just gets hung up for you. And then the salesperson knocks lightly, and she's like can I bring you anything? Can I bring you like a cup of tea or even like a glass of champagne? 
And you're like, I would love a jasmine tea. And she's like, <sighs> coming right up. Because they have whatever <laughs> tea you a, want. It's also a restaurant. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, would you like also, a full meal? Like, Turkey club. <laughs> oh, you're a vegetarian? We have a we have we have fake bacon club sandwich. Great. Yeah, no problem. That. And then and then so then you have this like whole new wardrobe that you're so excited about. And you get to the register to pay. And they're like, it's on us. <laughs> we just thought you were so cool. That we're going to give you all these clothes for free. If you want to do a social media post about it, fine. But like truly no obligation. We just really like you. Capitalism is meaningless. Have all these clothes. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I love that you mentioned this. I hate trying on clothes. I don't know if you actually like doing it in before times, but it's just it's the... It's the ease and the the things that we could do without question that are now gone. Like that sometimes you forget. Like I have been in Target and been like, oh, I'll try this dress on. And then you wander over and it's like caution tape everywhere. And you're like, oh, right. I'm in a mask. There's a pandemic. Totally. No, I mean, that's what I mean. Like I usually am not like the hugest fan of trying on clothes. Like it's fine, but I... It's been a long time since I went as like a fun recreational activity <laughs> to just like go shopping and try on some clothes. And so it wasn't like if you had asked me at the big be- at the beginning of the pandemic like what are some things you think you'll miss? I would not have been like going to a store and trying mm. on a mountain of clothes. But in fact, here we are. Well, let me ask you, would you feel if if stores are open to do that, do you feel comfortable doing it right now? I know people are doing it. Like I've seen some people on Facebook posting pictures from like a dressing room. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess it's fine. But then if it was fine, why can't you do it at Target? Maybe Target doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it's easier at a smaller store or I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like, it's also one of those things. It's like a dressing room is a very small enclosed space. Who has been there before you? Have they cleaned it? Like aerosols? I don't know. Like, I feel like it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, it's probably fine. But then if I actually stop to think about it, I'm like, "Mm, maybe this is one of those things where I can just like hit pause, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why I haven't gone. Because it's definitely not a necessity. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I'm just thinking like, oh, it does sound kind of depressing to like get excited to go shopping and go to a clothing store and try on clothes and then like, you don't like anything. <laughs> what uh, a downer. Most my, that's most <laughs> of my experience. <laughs> so then I'm just like, eh, whatever. Why bother? But <sighs> I just wanted to throw it out there. Just yeah. Take take the temperature. See see what people are doing. Maybe people um, have thoughts, and I, maybe you know. Maybe we also have like store owners who have thoughts. Yes, totally. Like, do you want people coming in and trying stuff yeah. on, or are you like, please stay away? We'll just send this to you through our website. So let us I don't know. know. Let please us let know. us know. 
Yeah. Make sure you get those vegetarian turkey clubs in your dressing rooms. <laughs> Most importantly. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Dory, let's, right. let's regroup with a break and okay. we will uh, be back to hear from some listeners. All right. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say, like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So 
this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Okay, we're back. Still haven't tried on any clothes. And I'm hungry. That made me hungry. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's okay. It sounded really good. Well, we have a text message from a listener who identifies as a, quote, younger listener. They're 24. 
They write, I am a healthcare worker who's been working every weekday since the beginning of the pandemic and find your podcast so comforting, comforting and so relatable. Oh, thank you. I was wondering if you had some advice. I have been dating dating is in quotes, a guy for about eight months. He wants to take the relationship very slowly, which I fully respect, but find myself feeling hurt very often by the amount of time it's taking him to figure out if he thinks the relationship is worth a long-term commitment or not. You feel like best friends to me, and I would love to hear you and other listeners' advice. Thank you for being a bright light in a scary time. I should mention, we aren't seeing other people, but he has yet to be comfortable using the boyfriend-girlfriend title. Kate, I'm pretty sure you know what my advice is going to be. Your Is your advice like walk away? Yes. Yeah. I, I will say my only like flag is that this person put dating in quotes and they've been dating this person for eight months, which is basically the length of the, the, the of this pandemic. And I don't know, like, are you seeing this person or are you just virtually in a relationship? regardless oh, oh interesting you know like so are they t- is is this is a possible if that is the case it could be possible this person is taking the relationship slowly because you aren't actually physically seeing each other oh that did not occur to me but let's say they are seeing each other yeah in my opinion when you've been seeing someone for eight months, you're not seeing other people and the other person refuses to call you his or her significant other, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. That to me is a pretty big red flag. Yeah. And I, I would say to you, like, whether you're young or old or whoever, it doesn't make a difference. Like, your value is real. And if you, mm-hmm. what you want in a relationship is a person who wants to be committed where you are, then like get walk away. This person like they don't they aren't valuing you in the way that you want and deserve to be valued. So like on yeah. to the next one as I as yeah. I say. I do I say yeah. that? Yeah, I mean it's also like you, you're you're in a situation where you find yourself feeling hurt very often. Like it doesn't sound like this the situation is making you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So I would I would have a very honest conversation with him and like essentially like give him one more chance and then it's time to go. I echo Dory. All right. Well, good luck, listener. Yeah, good luck. And thank you also for your healthcare working in the pandemic. We appreciate. Yeah. Dory, we um, got an email from a listener that then we both forwarded to the other with like, we love it. <laughs> we did. This, for this resonated with both of us, I think. Would you like to do the honors? Sure. Hi, Dory and Kate. I had to write in because there seemed to have been a lot of conversations on the pod about aging lately. Kate's forehead wrinkle concerns, multiple listeners tired, aging eye concerns, etc. And I felt compelled to reach out. 
I've always appreciated the narrative reframes you have provided throughout the life of Forever 35, being grateful slash feeling privileged to be here and get those wrinkles and things like that. But I think there's a large part of this conversation that has only been hinted at on the pod. The whole notion of aging gracefully has always struck me as an overwhelmingly patriarchal one, a la AOC's makeup video from several weeks ago, but make it about dermatological procedures instead of makeup. I hate how secretive and shamed people who make these alterations to their appearances have been, not necessarily on the pod, but in general. The scrim of distaste over these choices is so baffling to me. There's nothing wrong with wanting to feel like your appearance is familiar. To want to recognize and feel good about the person you see in the mirror beyond concerns about, quote, vanity. Aging is a visceral reminder of our body's actual decay. And if you don't want to be reminded of that all the time, especially right now, I think it's very much okay and empowering to do something about it. The only moral sticky wicket I see here is the financial barrier to entry and how, unlike makeup, this kind of self-care can be prohibitively expensive for a lot of people. I will be 40 this year and have not yet had anything done, mainly for financial reasons, but I certainly plan to in this next decade of my life. I plan to talk about it too whenever I take these steps. I always appreciate your conversations on the pod, but would love to see an ease off of the kind of virtue signaling, for want of a better word, around this one particular age acceptance strategy. While gratitude for all of our years is certainly essential, hopefully the aging journey will be a long one that necessitates lots of other strategies too. Mm. Yes. Yeah. There's I mean, a lot all. here that I that I that really resonates with me. Gave me a lot to think about about how I mm-hmm. talk about aging and how I talk mm-hmm. about other people's choices. Mm-hmm. <sighs> totally. The one thing that I that I will push back on slightly is the the use of the term virtue signaling. Because mm-hmm. okay, to me, on. this is more about us like really trying to work this out and to and to reframe like some of the ways of the patterns of thinking and the ways of thinking that have been harmful, right? And so I think we needed to make that shift in mindset. And I don't see that as necessarily being virtue signaling. I see that as us like working that out in real time. Mm. Can you, for virtue signaling, it essentially means someone trying to like throw a sign that like, this is how I feel. Like, like what exactly do we mean by virtue signaling? I think we mean saying something that indicates that the person saying it is quote unquote woke. Okay. Got it. Thank you. And it's become kind of a derogatory term. Yes. And I see it. I see it used. And I feel like I've used that phrase. And then I'm like, I don't, do I actually know what I'm saying when I say this? And I think it's often also used to imply that the person saying it might not even necessarily believe what they're saying, but they feel like they need to put forth the impression that they are again, woke. Yeah. I mean, I do, you know, we, I I feel like, again, I've said this so much and you and I both talked about this. Like I really do believe aging is a privilege and like part of that is because I didn't get to see people in my life do it. And so I, you know, people that I care about passed away young and I, and I, I always want, I always have them with me when I'm taking into consideration, like complaining about certain shit. I'm like, well, you know, I have a friend who didn't make it to 40. Like, so I, that is in the back, you know, I'm like, my mom died at 56, which is now becoming younger and younger, the older I get. So I I do really feel strongly that getting like 
that that is like, like, I feel great. I try to remind myself to feel grateful every day for getting to be here. But that to me is also separate from these ideas about like the visible aging and vanity and the patriarchy and how to decipher like, what is something I just like, like, I just want to look this way. And how is it being affected by all these like negative systems in our world? I, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of uh it's hard to wrap your my or at least for me hard to kind of get my head around yeah it's a lot but anyway what i hear this listener saying is like do what you want yeah totally which i appreciate totally. all right thank you listener we really we got a lot out of your email so we appreciate you weighing in and then we got this email, which I loved so much. This was the whole email. Burning question regarding CoQ10 serum. What exactly does Dory love about it? What skin concerns does it address? Slash, what precise benefits does it bring about? <laughs> okay. So I feel like it is moisturizing and smoothing. Mm. It's not going to like fix your rosacea or cure your pimples but i think it's just gonna give you a kind of glow it's gonna zhuzh things up a bit it is i you know i didn't i had never heard about it until you first mentioned it you know right at the start of this podcast um and then now i find myself noticing it is in tons of skincare products yes it's one of those like secret magic ingredients yeah yeah and you first, you know, remind our, our us and our listeners how you first came to it because this was a story you told a while ago, but not everyone might know. It was like you were taking CoQ10 vitamins, right? I was taking CoQ10 supplements for um, IVF treatments because they are a lot of doctors think that they help with egg quality. So I was taking these supplements and I was on Amazon to buy some more and I typed in CoQ10 in the search bar and one of the it said like CoQ10 supplements but then it also suggested CoQ10 serum and I was like huh what's that <laughs> and I clicked on over and I was like huh well you know if it's good for my blood cells and my heart it'll probably be good for my skin so I bought some and the rest is history, Kate. It is. It is history, Dory. And the history is that your skin looks amazing. So, Oh, thank you. That's so yeah. kind. And a quick Google tells me that CoQ10's main benefits, thank you to birdie.com, is that it even skin tone, reduces sun damage, and improves skin hydration. And there you go. Okay. So basically what I said. What you said. All right. We need to take another break. We do. We'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. 
Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay. We got an email, kind of a heavy email, and just a quick trigger warning for anyone um, sensitive to this. It is about miscarriage. All right. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is a sensitive subject, so I understand if it's not something you'd like to discuss on the pod, but you have given such thoughtful advice to listeners before that I thought I would seek out your input. This week, I had a miscarriage at six weeks pregnant. It was my first pregnancy, and my partner and I were lucky to conceive very quickly. I know the chances of miscarriage are high before 12 weeks, but I'm still devastated and struggling to come to terms with the loss of a much-wanted baby. To make matters worse, COVID restrictions meant my partner wasn't allowed to be with me in the hospital and I had to go through the trauma of finding out alone. Everyone around me keeps telling me how common it is and I've reached out to friends who have had similar experiences. Although it's helpful to hear I'm not alone, it makes me feel stupid for being so upset about something so common. We plan to try again as soon as we are able to, although I know my anxiety will be so much higher if we do conceive again. But I wondered if you or other listeners had any suggestions for self-care during this time. Mm. Well, first of all, listener, I'm so, so, so sorry. It's, it's really hard. It's really hard anyway. And it's especially hard during a pandemic when, like you said, you had to kind of be handling this all on your own. It really sucks. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm sad. I would say I've never experienced miscarriage, but something being common does not mean that it's not painful. Yes. I was going to say the same thing. Like car accidents are common. Yeah. Di- and they're people still die. really traumatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's a lot of things that are common and, and awful and, and so hard to go through. So please don't let that um, invalidate your, your grief and your feelings. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, the first thing that I will say in terms of self-care is something that I feel like we say all the time. But the first thing is like, truly be kind to yourself and give yourself a lot of grace and a lot of space to just process all this and allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. If you're feeling sad, if you're feeling devastated, that's okay. Allow these feelings to happen. If you don't, if you just feel like lying on the couch all day and, you know, watching Netflix rom-coms, as I've said, I wanted to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. Like, yeah, do what you need to do, and it's gonna hurt. It's gonna feel bad, and and like these are human emotions, and you're human, and just give yourself that room to feel those things. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is like, I think a lot of people find it helpful to talk to people who have been in similar situations. Um, there is a Facebook group called Forever 35 Miscarriage and RPL, which stands for Recurrent Pregnancy Loss for people who have had multiple miscarriages. Um, I am not in the group, but I know there are a lot of people who are in the group and I think it is a very supportive and helpful place. And I think you'll find a lot of people there who have gone through the exact same thing and have some coping strategies. The second thing that I'm going to recommend is something that was suggested by a listener on Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, my other podcast, who had just gone through a couple of miscarriages. It's called Postpartum Support International. And the website is postpartum.net. And I know it says postpartum, but it's actually for people in any stage of pregnancy or miscarriage or, you know, anything kind of related to pregnancy. And it's a telephone hotline and they like match you up with someone. Um, and you can just like have a conversation and the people I know who've written in about it have said it's like super, super, super helpful. And and finally, the last thing I would say is find a therapist who, if not, if they don't specialize in fertility issues, at least has some familiarity with dealing with fertility related stuff. I think just like talking about this stuff is so, so, so helpful. Yeah. And this is definitely a conversation we open up to anyone who's, who's been through pregnancy loss um, to weigh in. Yeah. Please do weigh in. Yeah. (sighs) We're thinking of you deeply. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Well, should we, do our activity of the day. Yeah, this comes to us from a listener who left us a voicemail with a suggestion. All right, here we go. Hey, Kate and Nori, I have a suggestion for an activity of the day, week, whatever you want to call it. 
So early on in the pandemic, I started taking baths at night to relax myself, which not revolutionary. But then I started adding ice cream. <laughs> so I would eat ice cream in the bath and it felt so luxurious and so amazing. And I just, I looked forward to it. So I wouldn't take a bath every night. So I wouldn't have ice cream every night, but that would be like sort of those two activities together. And then I took a cue from Busy Phillips, who sometimes watches shows in the tub. And I started watching the morning show on my laptop. So I just put the laptop on the toilet seat and then I can see it from the tub. Um, you know, maybe some people aren't super comfortable bringing their technology or, you know, bringing their laptop close to the tub. But it's been like a really nice coupling of these three activities together. So I just wanted to share. Also wanted to let you know. I used to have you on my phone as Forever 35, but I changed it to Kate and Dory because that just feels more like I'm calling my friends. Aww. Thanks for all that you do. Love you, ladies. Bye. Aww. Oh, man. Ice cream in the bath. Ice cream and shows while well, in the tub. I mean. Let's do it. I've never eaten in the bath, so this is going to be new for me. This sounds exciting. Sounds, yeah. And if you get messy, you just dunk in the tub. Totally. All right, Dor. All right, Kat. Great talking to you. Likewise. I'll see you at my dressing room. <laughs> I will bring the tea. <laughs> Can't wait. Bye, okay. everybody. Bye.